Thanks for listening to Mindfulness for the Modern Family podcast, where we dive deep into all things parenting and family. We talk about what mindfulness means within the family dynamic and how self-care is crucial, not only for ourselves, but for those we love. I'm your host, Shayla Peary. As a guided meditation teacher, mindful parenting has always been, well, top of mind for me as I raise my daughter. I'm curious to know what others have experienced and what we can learn from each other and our kids. You can find more episodes at shaylapiri.ca or subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Today, we're joined by Christine Walker, who is the founder and director of St. Clair Dance Collective in Toronto. Christine discusses her philosophy around bringing communication and ease into her daily life as an entrepreneur raising a baby. Christine, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Tell us about your son and his age and his stage of development right now. What's what's going on with him? Absolutely. So my son's name is Elias and he is 15 months. Um, and yeah, it's our first child. So this is, of course, a whole new journey for my husband and I. Um, but uh, he's a really great kid. Uh, and we're very lucky to have such an easygoing baby. Um, and I guess, you know, when it's your first child, you just don't know what you're going to get and yeah. what the process will be like. Um, so, so far, so good. We're we're really enjoying parenthood uh, <laughs> thus far. <laughs> That's so. amazing. Is he walking? <laughs> yes, he's, he was a very early walker. He started at nine and a half months. Oh, wow. Um, yes, very early, which, again, we just didn't know what to expect. But um, he's a really strong kid. Like, Christian's very, uh, my husband's very, like, strong and and thick so I think Elias got that from him so he's very um, agile and strong and loves to climb so we could see that he wanted to uh, walk pretty quickly on oh very um, cool. so, you know that poses some challenges uh, as like a little baby it's it's uh, interesting to see a little baby walk <laughs> um, and then you know you just have to go through the ropes and figure it out and make mm. sure he doesn't hurt himself well, yeah, exactly. Apparently, my parents told me that I walked at either eight or nine months. Wow. And at that age, you have zero depth perception. And so yeah. I would just walk off the couch and things like that. And they said it was a nightmare. <laughs> so I'm sure you've been going through the same kind of thing. <laughs> For sure. And and yeah, and, and I guess as like a first time parent, like I'm sure, you know, when, when you have another kid or in you you know what to do in a sense, but when it's your first time, everything is brand new and you're you're just trying to figure it out. But yeah, so it could be a little scary, um, but uh, you, you kind of figure things out, okay, you move things around, you readjust the room, you you just have to keep making those adjustments to, you know, make sure your child is safe in your space and yeah. not, not falling off here and there all the time. But yeah, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Constant childproofing, right? And so speaking of agility, you um, are a dancer and you run a very successful dance studio in the city. Tell us about, um, you know, <laughs> that journey of becoming a new mother pretty relatively soon after launching your dance studio business and juggling those two things. How's it been? So we actually just, uh, we're entering our fourth year of, of running the studio. So that's very exciting. Um, so I feel like it was a good time for Christian and I to start trying. Um, mm -hmm. My business is a pr in a pretty stable place, especially after COVID. We we uh, made it through, thankfully. And um, yeah, I felt like, and it was COVID times and, you know, and, and just also like where am I in my life and in my age and stuff. I felt like, we felt like we were ready. 
um, and things were pretty stable to, Good. to, you know, to get that ball rolling. But yeah, uh, being a dancer, um, I mean, I, I was teaching when I was pregnant yeah. and then, you know, to, you know, then teaching after, but I feel like Elias is definitely, um, it, it's catching on to all my dance moves and like re- starting to imitate me, which is really cute. Cause I'm always like <laughs> That's feeding, cute. feeding him, you know, three meals a day. It's a lot. So sometimes I have the music blasting and I'm just like, I'm going insane. Just, like, <laughs> full choreographies. And I feel like he's already starting to emanate some of that. Um, but yeah, he loves dance and uh, my husband plays music, so I, he he's definitely starting to pick up the the dance and the music vibes, which is really sweet. Uh-huh. In, in terms of balancing both, um, I feel very lucky as a business owner, um, and I think because when I was pregnant, that that's when I knew I needed to kind of pivot uh, my business model um, because I was really essentially doing all the all the roles of the studio. So I knew I needed a manager. Um, so I, I hired a full-time manager, um, and she really helped me, especially in the the later part of my pregnancy. Um, and that kind of took the weight off, um, from me, which was super helpful. And she's uh, honestly the most amazing person, manager, teacher, like she's such a gem. Uh, her name is Jenny and I'm like so grateful for her, uh, to have, to just help bring in. Uh, she just has so many roles and she's just an incredible person and oh, it really good. helped me, um, you know, take that time <laughs> off. Um, and I, you know, kind of worked, I, I have, I had a, I have a coach. Um, I'm not working with her exactly at this moment, but she really helped me kind of work around my finances and how to compensate for a full-time manager without me working. Um, and I was able to make that work. Uh, and till this day, okay. I'm slowly picking up more and more classes. But um, yeah, Elias is wow. not in daycare. We're we're taking care of him, and Chris and I are working out our schedule so that we're able to kind of balance that like work and uh, child life. But yeah, so far so good. That's amazing. Thank and daycare you. is pretty expensive, <laughs> right? So sometimes it's worth just staying home and trying to juggle and make it work. Um, I've I've been there. I totally know. And so you are also, you're running baby uh, dance classes, right? Like baby classes yes. as well? Does yep. he participate in that with you? Yes. Um, so I actually created that class specifically for <laughs> him because I thought, you know, hey, I, I run a dance studio. Mm-hmm. Let's get a class going. So I try, I, you know, I looked in the area, did some research on like how to create a name. So I called it Bopping Baby. Love it. Um, and yeah, Elias was, has been going since like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe like three or four months old. Um, and yeah, he's been going since the beginning. He, I take him every week. It's a nice 30 minute class nice. and he gets to socialize with other kids. And uh, it's more of like a music class. So, and, and they get instruments and all these different kinds of props. Uh, so yeah, that was a class I specifically created for him to take to, and uh, still to this day he goes and he loves it, and uh, you know something new. And the, the the class is going really well. We have all you know so many kids coming in and parents and caregivers, and it's just like a really nice 
um, it's a nice class, it's a nice environment. And uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's nice for the, for the parents as well. Absolutely. Especially at that age, when you have something to take your child to, it's, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. (laughs) Definitely. I'm curious to know uh, what your parenting philosophy is. Are you a go with the flow mom or is structure more important to you? How do you run things day to day? Yeah, this is a great question. Um, And of course, Mm -hmm. every, every parent has a different philosophy and a different way of doing things. Um, and I think being a dancer my whole life, I've, I went to a ballet school. I mean, I'm, I'm originally from Montreal and uh, I went to a ballet school for a good solid five years, very intense ballet studio. Um, and, right. and I think just like my upbringing in dance, it was very technical, very disciplining, almost like an athlete. Um, and I think because right. of that training that I've had, it's made me also in my teaching style, I, I'm a little bit, I, I kind of like to di- divide it into two. Like I, I really focus on the discipline and making sure the children or the, or the even adults, like that they're able to focus, they're able to follow along uh, with, you know, some strict discipline there, but then also having the fun. So I like to try to balance it both. And right. I feel like a lot of that teaching and honestly having so many years of teaching experience with little kids has really helped me, I think, as a parent, um, my parenting philosophy today is kind of along with my teaching style is like, you know, the discipline maybe is more in the routine and making sure because he's not in daycare, we want to make sure like, okay, is he, you know, of course, getting his, his meals in, is he eating healthy? Is he getting enough activities? And I think that's something that we really are focusing our, on right now is, is he stimulated enough, but yes, obviously not too much. So that's something, um, I think where my discipline of dance and teaching has come in and and to try to keep him busy, make make sure we're reading books, going for walks, doing different activities, trying to keep him busy and stimulated and and learning and growing. But I think, I think I am more go with the flow because I think, I think when you're working with kids, you really have to learn how to, how to talk to a kid, how to reason with a kid. Mm -hmm. And I think because of my experience with that, I, I, I sometimes you just have to let things go because yeah. k- kids are fast. They're all, always on, you know, such a quick pace. And sometimes you can't hold on to things. And I think as adults, we're like so rational that we're like, no, 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 you got to like clean this up or finish this. And sometimes you just have to be like, you know what? The kid is tired. The, the child doesn't want to do that. They they need to run around. Let's let everybody run around, you know? So I think yeah. I definitely have that go with the flow, but then maybe a little bit of that structure as well. I feel like I was, I parented the pretty similarly, like the almost the exact same way yeah. where I, I had that, that daily structure and yet, you know, things change yeah. and moods change <laughs> and things happen. So you, you know, that little bit of flexibility is always pretty helpful. Are there things that you are consciously doing differently as a parent compared to how you were raised? Mm, yes and no. I, I feel like it might be in a way a little too early to tell just because Elias is only 15 months. Um, and I think more of my memories of him, like my parents are obviously when I'm like older. Um, but so far, I think there was a little bit more rigidity in my parents' style. They were definitely strict parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for example, um, my dad was really adamant about me finishing my meals and especially eating my meat. Yeah. And I am, I am mostly vegetarian. Like I do eat meat and fish, but I have problems like digesting it. Yeah. Um, 
I just, I genuinely just don't, I, I just feel like I have stro- I struggled digesting it and it just doesn't, I don't feel well. Um, and I think as a kid, I wasn't feeling well. So I, this is actually a funny story, but I used to chew my meat and then under our table, we had like little corners yeah. underneath the table. So I would <laughs> chew the food and put it underneath oh the corner. My gosh. And then our dog kept always coming underneath. And my dad would always be like, why are you under there? Get out of here. And then, <laughs> and then one day my mom was cleaning the table and she opened up the table and found all this dried meat. Oh my God. Um, so that's kind of a funny story in our family. And, and I think cause my dad was so strict, like he wouldn't not let me finish it. He, I had to eat it. And I think that's definitely like one thing that really sticks in my mind that I'm just, mm. I don't want to force my child to, to eat everything. And of course, like I, I am very mindful about like not wasting food, but I think at the same time, like if your child is not, you know, I, I don't want to force my son to eat every little bit. Well, it's, it's so, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, what you're talking about is really teaching your child at a very young age to listen to their body yep. and to listen to cues from within themselves. And a lot of us just to your point, we didn't necessarily get that growing up. Uh, and it's because of how our parents were raised, right? Their parents came from the depression era and there was such a scarcity. So, you know, eating and finishing your meals was a really big deal. Um, so yeah, I, I totally, I totally understand that. I ha- We didn't have a dog mm-hmm. growing up. However, <laughs> my dad <laughs> was the one who would eat all of our food that we didn't want. So <laughs> I was lucky in that way. He would, when my mom wasn't looking, he just eat everything that we didn't want so that was funny <laughs> and that's a great solution right like the parents can eat it or you can pack it away for the next meal but yeah, yeah I think definitely our, our our parents generation they you know they grew up in a different time a different era different you know without you know the beginning of the you know world wide web and the internet and I think for us you know as parents today with our kids growing up in this new world of technology it's it's and just, you know, everything in society that's going on, it's such a different time. It's such a different climate. Um, and I think, you know, you always, you always want to try to take the, yeah. the great things about your parents that they did and then, you know, not take the things that weren't so great uh, and try to pass that on. But, but it's hard, you know, and of course, like, it's easy to say than to do. Um, and I think sometimes it's difficult, like mm-hmm. parents, you know, we, we, we're working, we're, you know, we have a million things going on. So, you know, we have the best intentions, but sometimes it is hard to like put that into action, you know, and to really be mindful of that every day. Um, yes, absolutely. I mean, even, even just having our own personal mindfulness practice can be challenging sometimes. I mean, we are human and we get caught up in in the busyness of day to day. So yeah, I think, I think as long as we're, whenever we can just you know, pausing and taking a breath and recentering ourselves and coming back to um, what our intentions are, then, you know, that goes such a long way, such, such a long way. I totally agree. What's your relationship with self-care? Is it, um, is it a priority for you? Mm-hmm. I know that, you know, as a young mother, it can be really difficult to, to fit that self-care aspect in. And what does it look like for you? Yeah, I think it is kind of challenging the self-care thing, I feel like I might, I probably don't do self-care as much as I should. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think where I 
tried to prioritize is really seeing my friends and going out or like going on a date with Christian and getting a babysitter or going out with friends. So, so I guess I'm like the, the whole view of self-care, like I'm probably doing like a part of it, maybe not all of it, but right now I think of my life, I'm, I'm, I'm prioritizing like socializing because I find I get depressed if I don't see my friends or if I don't. And also my family lives in Montreal, so I, I don't see them as often and I can't just call them up and say, Hey, can you come over? You know, let's go for a mm-hmm. walk. It, so I, because of that, I have to work a little harder to make sure that I'm seeing my friends, you know, every, you know, at least twice a month or something like that, or yeah. going on a date with Chris or, or, you know, the other time last month I went salsa dancing. I, on event and I quickly texted my babysitter and I said hey there's like literally something mm-hmm. down the street for me I want to go for like three hours she was like sure I'm free and I was like yes nice. I'm going <laughs> and I had the best <laughs> time I just went by myself and um you know and that so in terms of like maybe that self part of self-care I'm I feel like I'm I'm keeping up with that Good. but in terms of like I don't know maybe like meditation or or doing yoga or things that are more um you know, within myself, maybe not as much. Well, yeah. And it's, it's ebbs and flows, right? You know, I know that um, when I met you, you were working at a yoga studio. Yes. So I think I'm sure there was a point in your life where, when you were doing more meditation and yoga and then things just, you know, definitions of self-care change. Mm -hmm. And it's really great. I think that you're listening to what your heart needs, your mind needs, your soul needs. And that's, if that's socializing and going out dancing once in a while, then that's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I actually just, I actually just read a book. Um, it's called Fully Present. Uh, I'm trying to do like a book mm-hmm. challenge this year. And uh, yeah, and I started with this book. Uh, it's called Fully Present. And it's about meditation and, you know, the research, the science and the art of it. So it's a really cool book. I finally just finished it. And I did find it helpful because it has yeah. all these like meditation exercises and cool. different ways of meditating. And, and I felt like just reading that book helped me um, become a little bit more mindful in my day to day. And also, you know, working on those short exercises, mm. um, I did feel a little bit more at peace, calmer. You know, I mean, meditation is an amazing tool for anyone. And uh, I just I feel like I've always struggled with meditation which probably means I need to do it more. Um, but yeah, I think just like reading about it and doing a couple of the exercises like already helped me to start the year off in a good, calm yeah. place. And I'm also, I feel like I'm a very stressed person in general. So yeah, I'm just, and I, I, it's so weird that I feel like having a kid actually somehow made me feel a little bit more calm oh, in myself. That's really interesting. You would think it would be you would think it would be the opposite, but I think because I'm such a high stress person, like I don't mm-hmm. know, I think maybe it shifted my my attention, my focus, everything Your focus. to my, yeah. my child and to the family now. Um and I do in some way feel calmer, more at peace and I'm not sure. But yeah, I do wanna keep continue that mindful practice because I don't know, reading the book was amazing and just doing the, the exercises like you, you know, I could already feel so much calmer, mm. more present and oh, that's yeah, great. Thank you. But I love that. I, I actually found I can relate to what you're saying. Because when I had Ella, she's 16. Now, mm-hmm. um, I was 27 when I had her. And 
in a way that I can't really explain, she grounded me so much. Having her becoming a mother, focusing on her, it just gave my life such a different and more meaningful purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my focus and my love for her just became became everything. And it just, yeah, it really, really changed who I am as a person in the best of ways. So I, I really Aww. like that. Yeah, I, I love that. And um, I, I've heard a lot of people say that meditation is difficult, and they find getting into the meditative state difficult, which it can be. And I just wanted to, you know, point out to everyone to you and to everyone at home that sometimes, if you haven't tried it yet, guided meditation is super helpful because there's someone's voice mm-hmm. um, guiding you along. And it's, sometimes it's easier just to like get into that state, that meditative state when someone's leading you there. So definitely. And, and yeah, no, no, I definitely feel like the guided meditation is, is a great way, especially for, for beginners. Even it, it, This book is actually really great. So if anybody is interested in reading it, it's called Fully Present. And it talks about like the science of meditation and different studies and then also about the art and yeah, it that talks a lot about that and how for beginners, it's really difficult to do sometimes just sitting and closing your eyes and that's it. That could be people find it very boring, but they, they really explore that and go into that. And then they give you yeah. all these different kinds of tools for uh, different exercises, uh, focusing on sounds or focusing on your breath. And um, it's a cool way of uh, kind of diving more into meditation because I feel like sometimes it's, it's daunting, like, how does one meditate, you know, and what do you think about or like, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I thought reading about it was, was very interesting and gave me more, uh, kind of more knowledge about how to meditate. And okay, well, thank you. Maybe we'll link it in the uh, description of this episode, if we can, uh, we'll mention the author as well. Okay, yes. thanks. Yes, no problem. Is there something about being a parent that you wish someone would have told you before you became a parent? Well, there's, this is, um, I'm changing the question a little bit, but there, one person did say something to me that I actually liked, and maybe I wish I heard more of. Um, And one time we were were, uh, getting ice cream, and, you know, I was like pretty pregnant at that time, and there was a family in front of us with two kids, and, you know, they were very rowdy and whatever, and uh, and we started talking, and the, the, the dad turns around, and he's like, you know what, he's like, it, it like it's it's great like parenting can be really mm-hmm. easy and it doesn't have to be so stressful uh, and, and you know tedious and like you know parenting can be really fun and exciting and like yeah. I don't know he was oh, so positive great. about it he was like you know don't you know he was like don't listen to people who say that you know it's so hard and like every step and like it's so difficult and you're gonna be depressed and like you know and all these kind of horror stories mm-hmm. you hear about every developmental stage of a kid's life mm-hmm. so it's like it's really fun and you're you're gonna enjoy it and like you know stay positive and I think I wish I heard more of that because I think you think your child is gonna be the worst and it's gonna be so hard and then you have your child and you're like oh well actually it's not that challenging mm-hmm. you know or maybe some are some in some areas it's more challenging yeah. than others but I really like that. And I wish I heard more of that in books, from people, um, from family. I just wish people would say mm. that more and say, you know what? It's not that bad. It's not as bad as people say. It's actually 
manageable. Otherwise, we would no one would have right. kids, you know. So I think I, I <laughs> that's true, <laughs> right? Like. It's, all, it's about changing pers- the perspective and mm-hmm. also yes. how your perspective is and how your state of mind is, right, going into it yes. and as you're dealing with things. Yeah, I, I, I love that. My very first guest on the show, um, his answer was pretty similar. Really? He said, one of his friends said to him, you're going to have the time of your life. Aww. Like you're about to have like the best time and your life is about to get so much better. Yeah. And I, I, I absolutely, I love that. Yeah. Parenting is challenging. Uh, and of course, everyone's experience is, di- is different. And some people do have very, very difficult, challenging experiences. But um, I think that your mindset is so crucial into your your perspective on things. Absolutely. You know, I guess it's good to get perspective from all different parents, you know, where they're at in their life. Because I can imagine for you, you know, having a 16-year-old, you probably have, you know, a different maybe perspective on, on parenting now. Like, how do you feel about that, about like, your parenting now? Yeah, I mean, I've always tried to be really um, – present with Ella and have that deep communication with her and we've always had such a close relationship but it was just her and I for the first 10 years of her life um so that was super important for us and um but also you know it's been 16 years I've grown as a person I've changed I've continued on my self-development self-growth journey and I've tried to impart everything, all of the learning and all of the growth that I was going through to her as I parented and trying to teach her what I've been learning as well. And so there's just so many different phases when they're young, you're exhausted and you're, you sometimes you feel like you're just like (laughs) trudging through the mud, right? Like getting through each day and then they reach a new phase and you're getting more sleep and their little personality is developing and growing. But of course, like life happens and so many things come at you via life. And for me, it's been about trying to manage how I how I handle mm. that while still being there and being present and just like ebbing and flowing with life the best. We're all just doing yeah. our best, right? And now that Ella's a teenager, um, I'm, I'm now, I'm feeling like I'm at a new phase of what I have to learn and maybe where I'm at with growth as Mm -hmm. well, as I'm trying to relate to her and help her and talk to her as a young woman, right? And trying to remember back to how I felt back then and what I went through and just, and trying to be there and hold space for her and hold her. And Uh yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's beautiful. And it's, it's beautiful. It's stressful. It's, it's all of the things, right? <laughs> but that's what being a parent Aww. is all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I can't. I can only imagine myself now. And then, like, <laughs> 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, ah! And I'll be like, communication, forget it. <laughs> like, I mean, I know, I know it's going to be a hard journey. I know, like, right now is great. But, like, I just know that you know, it's going to be, it's going to be very challenging at certain points. So. Of course, everything is challenging <laughs> like at certain you're... points. Yeah. And just enjoy, yeah. enjoy these lovely, lovely baby years and just have fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> so in one word, if you can, if you can yeah. distill it down to one word, what does being a mindful parent, what does mindful parenting mean to you? 
I would say communication. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, you know, you see a lot today of like gentle parenting and all these kinds of parenting styles. And, you know, I, I think the most important is communication. And that's something I really am pulling from teaching and, you know, working with kids is, you know, when you communicate to a child what you need in a really clear way, Hmm. a lot of the times they get it and they're like, yes, that's what you need for me. Okay. I can do that. You know? And I think communication with, you know, even my 15 month year old, I know he's, he's still a baby, but he's learning. They, they're like sponges. They're, they're imitating you. They're watching you. They're listening. So I think communication is important. Like, okay, we're going to eat now or, you know, okay, let's tidy up or, you know, I think just communicating, voicing, you know, oh, please, you know, please don't pull my hair out. That hurts. I, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm still a new parent. I'm so I'm sure that word will maybe evolve. I mean, maybe 10 years down and I'm sure maybe your word has changed as well. Maybe not. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But I think for now, right now, I think communication and just you know, and also with my partner, you know, communicating with him what I need or, mm-hmm. you know, what we need. And I, I think communication is key to so many aspects of life. So I think for me, yeah, I think communication and saying what I need. And I think that's really beautiful. It's really beautiful. And to me, the word communication is an extension of the word present mm. and being present, right? It's, it's all about um, taking the time to be there and interact with um, your loved ones and yeah, letting each other know where you're at. And I, I love that concept of communicating with your child um, on more of an adult level when possible and when applicable. Of course, they're children, but you can still communicate with them and have a dialogue with them in terms of um, sort of elevating where they're at mm-hmm. and their understanding and what they're capable of. So yeah, I, I really like that perspective. Thank you so much. Christine, before we sign off for the day, is there anything that you wanted to fill us in about St. Clair Dance Collective in terms of upcoming events? Yes, absolutely. So um, we are coming up to our March break camp. Um, and also we have one more PA day in the year in June. Uh, so if anyone's interested in joining any of our camps, our PA days, we offer half day options before and after care. Uh, we, are, we have a lot of flexibility uh, for our parents. And then, of course, our summer camps um, with eight weeks of camps running and same thing. If you're looking for a half day or even like one or two days of, of any week, um, you know, we have a different theme every week for the summer. Uh, it's going to be an absolute blast. Um, so, yeah, so we welcome anyone uh, in the neighborhood near or far. We'd love to, for you to join us. Um, and then lastly, we have our uh, spring session with our big year-end recital at a theater. Um, and uh, this is going to be our second recital that we've ever had in a theater. So it's very exciting. Um, so yeah, we invite anyone to join us. Uh, any questions, please email us, call us. Um, but yeah, basically go on our website and you'll see uh, the tons of programs that we have uh, for babies all the way up to seniors. Um, and yeah, we'd love for you to join our community dance studio and even do a workshop, anything that works. But yeah, we'd love to see you there. Christine, thanks so much for being on the show today. It's been so much fun hearing about your parenting journey so far and learning about your parenting philosophy as well. I wish you all the best in the future. Thanks again. Thank you so much, Shayla. It's been an absolute pleasure. Have a wonderful day.